The Mac Observer's Mac Geek Gab, number 131 for December 8th, 2007. Greetings, folks, and welcome to the Mac Observer's Mac Geek Gab. Of course, I'm Dave Hamilton here with Mr. John Braun. Hi, John. How are you? Hi. So this show's like in the future or something, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, it's really we're always recording for the future, right? Because no one actually listens to us when we talk. <laughs> and I mean that in every way. No. Uh, yeah. So we're recording this uh, for December 8th. This is our Macworld Expo prep show, if you will. Uh, as you probably know, I'm on vacation this week, uh, actually getting uh, getting on vacation today, believe it or not. And uh, and so John and I, you know, every year I like to do an interview with with Paul Kent, uh, VP of Macworld Expo. And so I did that. And you'll hear that later in the show. But this one I wanted to do a little bit different, John. So John and I bounced around some ideas and we decided we'd talk about our tips for Macworld. We always talk about our travel tips once we're there. And certainly afterwards, we rant about the TSA and all that. And let's hope that I don't have any issues with the TSA on vacation but, uh, you know, so we, we rant about our, our experiences, but but this time we wanted to kind of lend our experience to uh, to you, if you would. So uh, so with that, the first thing we're going to do in this show is simply talk about uh, the our, our travel tips and, and and not just travel, but but the experience, the expo tips, if you will. So, yes, uh, John and I both built lists here. John, I guess I'll uh, I've been been babbling here for for a little bit, so I'm going to let you go first. Mm. Okay, and you know the the lists aren't in any particular order, so I'll I'll just yeah we'll mix these up. Absolutely, it'll, it'll be more fun that way. Yeah. So, anyways, the first thing I was thinking of, and it was actually I was walking around the house and stuff. I, I don't know why, but um, before I travel, always bring an extra battery for everything. This, this to me, there's so many times when I've been missing or I've been in a session to see the problem is is that uh, power is at a premium at, at Macworld right. and other shows unless you're in your hotel room now you can either try to find now this it still bugs me when we go to the podcast expo some genius figured out you can put a power strip in the middle of the table and then everybody at the table can get power the Macworld yeah. people are still working on that <laughs> we usually have to go for the walls. I know we've done that. So anyways, bring an extra battery because you never know when you're in a long session or something like that you're going to run out. I do it for my cell phone as well because you never know when you're going to be able to charge. So it's something you don't think of until you're there and every outlet is filled. Of course, um, iPhone users can't do that, but, uh, you know, that's... Uh, and, and if you want to make friends, bring a power strip with you. People will gravitate towards you yes. if you're plugged into a wall with a power strip. You know, so you I, may meet some interesting people. I always bring a power strip, but I, I don't it never gets any further than my hotel room. Cause I usually wind up needing it in the hotel room for various things. Right. I mean, it, you know, the hotel rooms uh, invariably have, you know, lots of plugs, but none of them where you need them. And, and so, you know, at the desk, I want my, uh, you know, my laptop and my cell phone and, and maybe a hard drive if I'm not using a bus powered drive or whatever. And invariably there's, there's just, more things to plug in than there are plugs. And, uh, and of course there's a lamp there and that usually eats up the one good plug. So, so I, I just have a trout, a power strip. I'm going to bring a power strip on the cruise with us, frankly, uh, just cause it's the kind of thing that it can't hurt to have. I mean, I guess it could so, if you whacked yourself on the head with it, but otherwise it just can't hurt to have it. 
So that's my initial one. But uh, right. uh, why don't you toss a couple in? All right. Uh, I, I guess I'll 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 take the uh, the low hanging fruit here and say, look, uh, book a room early and book your flights early. Uh, the at, at this point, I believe actually on December 8th, there's there might actually be a couple of days left where you can book a TMO room. Uh, but but I think by now they'll probably all be gone. Uh, you know, of course, uh, our, our sponsor, Harmon E Travel, that's Harmon E Travel dot com. Uh, you can book rooms there. You can book flights there uh, as you do. You book your flights. Uh, Chicago and Denver are typically cities that I personally try to avoid when flying in the middle of the winter. Uh, you never know. Although, you know, Dallas can be just as bad if they get, uh, you know, an ice storm in Dallas. It, it, that's much worse than an ice storm in Chicago where they actually have this stuff to deal with it. So, uh, you know, really try not to book any connections, I guess, is, is the, the lesson in the winter. But uh, if you have to further south is potentially a safer bet. Uh, and actually to tack on um, usually and actually this year. So so I usually bounce. There's uh, two airports that you probably are, are the, your best choices. There may be others, Dave. You let me know. But okay. um, I usually go into Oakland because a lot of times I so that's OAK. And then the other is San Francisco, of course, SFO. Yep. I think those are the right codes. That's right. But um, you may want to check either one of those because I, I'd say the travel from either one of those airports via shuttle to the San Francisco area is probably about the same. Um, yeah, actually, you're, you're so, right. Check a, I don't think there's another convenient airport nearby. So anyway, sometimes it, it's, it's worth a shot when, when I booked my flight. Actually, SFO had, had the, the better choices, at least from Bradley. But that may not always be the case, depending on where you're at. So just another mini tip there. There, there are two, at least two major airports that you can try. Yeah. So, it, you know, the, the distance from SFO and Oakland to downtown, essentially, you know, where, where we all need to be for the show uh, is about the same if there's no traffic. However, in Oakland, you've got to go across that bridge. So uh, if it is a traffic time, either when you're coming in or before you leave, you know, if you've got a 10 a.m. flight on, uh, let's say, Friday morning, if you're leaving early or what have you, uh, you, you know, you're going to hit some traffic, although I guess more traffic in the morning comes in from Oakland than out. But, uh, you know, so if you've got a 7 p.m. flight on Friday evening, uh, you, you know, and you're heading out of Oakland, you want to be real careful of traffic. The the other airport, there is a third. It's San Jose. Code is SJC. Uh, mm. But that that's probably an hour from uh, from San Francisco proper, whereas the others are about 20 minutes, I guess. So. I, I always try to fly into SFO or Oakland and this time, like you, John, I'm, I'm flying into SFO. So, uh, so that's, that's, uh, that, that's my, that's my next tip. So what do you got? Okay. Um, next here. All right. So a lot of you go into the show. Well, I'm just going to give the tips here because I've been through them all. So, um, the, the very basic badge is your basic exhibits badge, which basically lets you in. Now, hopefully you can get one of those for free. And I think that that's pretty much easy if you go through various, uh, you know, vendors and other people. I, I, I don't, uh, I think they, they give them away for at least for a certain duration. I don't know. Yeah, no, Do you know they, they don't actually. Um, we have a deal where you can get them, I think for 10 bucks. And I think that ends, very soon if it hasn't ended already. Um, but I do know that in years past, other world computing has had a line on free exhibits badges for people. So if you're looking for a free exhibits badge, 
uh, go check OWC, um, maybe do a Google search and, and that might head you down the right path. Okay. Or other vendors. Actually, I, th- I think they typically uh, give out to, to preferred vendors or yep. sponsors. They'll give them out passes. So if you do a lot of business with a, a Mac only or, or Mac specific vendor, um, they may, uh, a lot of times I'll get emails saying, Hey, you know, if you'd like a free exhibits pass, uh, otherwise, you know, it's, it's not too, too expensive. And the other thing though, is that there's these other types of passes. So a few of them, um, usually will get you at least into the keynote, which is, is always big fun. But um, there's, of course, press, which, well, you know, the conditions around that, you got to write or, or do something. Right. Um, but, but there's also speakers. So if, if you know something and you think you're good, um, usually they have, uh, I think it's ended now for this year. Oh, yeah. But um, be a speaker about something, because the thing is from, I've been a speaker in the past and also, you know, I try to sneak into the speaker lounge, but uh, they treat you very nice. Oh, yeah. Um, you get good food. You get a, a whopping <laughs> the goodie bag last year was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was yeah, that's piece right. Of it, it wasn't because the sponsors want to shower the speakers with good stuff. So, so there's a lot of uh, benefits coming to being a speaker. So if you, if you know anything about anything Mac or related to the Mac, um, you know, apply to be a speaker. Um, usually the period is several months before the show. Um, and then, of course, there's VIP. Uh, but if you're a VIP, you already know it. Basically, right. if you buy tons of Apple stuff or you do a lot of interaction with Apple, then you'll get one of those. Um, and there may be a couple. I think there are a couple other types of passes that uh, can usually get you into uh, interesting places. Like, did our contest end or? Uh, our contest, yeah, the Platinum and Super Pass contest will have ended. That's right. Yeah, that ends uh, or ended December 4th is, is uh, what happened with that. So, um December 4th was the last day because I needed to process the whole thing before I went away on vacation, you know? Mm. Uh, all right. So is, is there anything more on, on that tip or are we moving on here? No, that was pretty much, yeah, different, different badge levels. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to talk about taking care of yourself. One thing that, and, and I find this very helpful is I make sure I eat breakfast every day. That way I don't peter out at about, uh, you know, 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, so that really helps, but really the, the key throughout the whole week. Now this, you know, you're in an expo center, which is really dry and stuff. And, and then of course at night, I think John's going to, he's got something mentioned about parties, but, uh, you, you're not going to be sleeping all that well. You are likely going to be burning through a lot of water, drink water, do not let yourself get dehydrated. You know, the, the age old adage, can I say that is, uh, that if you notice that you're thirsty, it's too late. Uh, not really too late, but start drinking before you notice that it, you're thirsty. Start drinking water before you notice that you're thirsty. Uh, I always keep a bottle of water with me all day. I refill it at the, uh, the water fountains. Most of them basically have, I think they, they siphon out everybody's pools and, and pump them through the water fountains. And so you can drink pool water all day, but uh, you know, it's better than nothing. <laughs> Okay, good one. Um, and actually, I'll, I'll flip one of my tips here uh, because you were saying now the thing is a lot of people and there's certainly a lot of these going on now. Many of these uh, events here are only for the uh, 21 plus crowd, but uh, parties there. There are many gatherings. Not all of them, you know, require consumption of, uh, of adult beverages, um, but some do. But um, so for the ones that don't, but there are always things going on. So if you just, you know, you're, you're, you're hanging out at the show floor, you check the various uh, information channels, there's always something to do every night. Um, if you can't find anything to do, find the popular hotels and just wander around and you, you'll find something. <laughs> you may not be able to get in, but um, 
<laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, we, we, along with that, um, yeah, I mean, you know, pace yourself, especially if you are an adult type uh, party person. Make sure you drink your water, um, you know, slow down, don't go nuts. Um, uh, you know, you got you got an entire week if you're going to be at the whole show. So don't, uh, you know, don't do it all on the first night. Um <laughs> Now, another thing is keep your ear out because sometimes, you know, like uh, there are some semi-insider parties. Of course, you know, there's there's our party, which we're going to have. And I think, uh, That's you right. know, we got a few passes for that. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll step in here, John, since it seems like you're leading me to do exactly that. Uh, if you listen to last week's show, you'll know that we have a giveaway for uh, 10 pairs of tickets to our Cirque du Mac party 5.0. Now this is the fifth year we're doing Cirque du Mac. It's the first year we've got sponsors. We've got three great sponsors. We have Otherworld computing, audio engine and edemotic research at, uh, this is the party to be at. It's uh it's at the red devil lounge on Wednesday night, the Macworld all-star band, including yeah, yours truly plays. And it's just a blast. And uh, it's t- invite only. You cannot buy a ticket to this. Uh, typically if you aren't already on the list to get tickets, you can't get in, but you know, we like you. So we want to give you guys a a chance to get in here. We can't let everybody in, uh, but we certainly can, can let, uh, let some of you in at least 10. And sometimes we, we stretch that a little bit. So, uh, but we are not opening this contest up to the website and we're not posting it live on the website until I believe Wednesday of this week. So, you have the opportunity. You can enter once per day up and th- up through, uh, I believe January 2nd is the day, the last day that, that the drawing will be open, but you can enter once per day uh, and you can start entering right now. And the link is right here in the show notes and uh, this show will be converted to AAC. So you'll see it right here in the AAC feed, courtesy of Michael Johnston, iPhone alley.com. And, uh, and so you can get into the uh, party if you go and sign up here. So, uh, yeah. Remember to Otherwise, yeah. Um, you know, if you if you're around the show floor, a lot of vendors will hold events. Some are you know hush hush. Some are semi open. If you just ask, so you know you can always just. Uh, my advice is just kind of hang out and ask one of the people at the booth. Uh, so so what about the party tonight? And see right. what they say. Right. <laughs> they don't be obnoxious, you know. Yeah, you, you say, can... oh, sir, we're having an event, or uh, you know, again, a lot of the major hotels have things, but uh, yeah, don't push it. That's right. Well, you can you can check out to see what's going on. Most of the stuff gets posted to uh, the Hess Memorial Party List, which Eileen oh. Hoffman. Yeah, she she maintains that over at Eileen'sMachine.com. I am not certain if the 08 version of that list is live yet, but it will be very, very soon if it's not. Yeah. Uh, so She's been very consistent out. with that. And we yeah. link to it from our uh, little internal page also, because, yeah. Uh, so that's probably one of the one of the best sources, and, and you'll see the status whether it's you know open or semi open or try your luck or whatever. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, all right, uh, a couple of uh, short tips. One, uh, this year the show is in Moscone West and South, not North and South, like it has been previously. Here. West and South, right? And where when it was in North and South, once you got to either hall, you could. You could uh, get yourself from one hall to the other inside underground, safe from whatever the elements had in store for you that day. Uh, that's not the case with the West Hall. So bring a travel umbrella with you. Make it make sure it's one of those little small ones that you can tuck in your. Uh, I like one that I can tuck in one of the uh, the water pouches in the side of my my. Uh, you know, you got those pouches for water bottles with the, the mesh on the outside of your laptop case. I use one of those that way. If it is wet, 
it's not getting everything inside wet. I can just tuck it right in there and, and I'm good to go. So, so bring an umbrella and, uh, yeah, I, I guess I'll, I guess I'll move on to the second one here. Um, John and I typically in the past to judge the Mac Brainiac challenge that Chris Breen hosted. That's not happening this year. So, mm. uh, but Andy and is doing a game show of his own called process of elimination. And you can go read about this online and we'll put a link in the show notes and right here on the AAC for you as well. So those are my two short tips. Cool. All right. I got a couple of quickies too. So, right. um, you know, you're going to be hanging out and there's going to be a matter of food now. Um, uh, there are a number of places now, of course, as the hall. And uh, I would say, unless you're pressed for time, I mean, you know, it's, it's your standard, uh, some of it's not too bad, the sandwiches and, you know, salads and stuff like that. It tends to be pricey, but Hey, if you're pressed for time, it works out. But there within a several block radius of the Moscone, there are many, many very nice restaurants though. You know, if you, if you got a big mob, you may want to get a reservation. Um, you know, we do whenever we get our mob, yeah. uh, <laughs> getting together. So, uh, remember there are thousands, tens of thousands of other people, um, who are all thinking about food too. But, um, you know, explore. And what else do I have here? Oh, well, just for uh, kicks here. Um, you know, if, if you're going to the event, and we've seen people do this, like our friend Peter used to shave his head with an apple um, or have it painted with an apple. But, um, you know, if you wear something unusual or notable, um, people are going to take your picture and you're going to get on the Internet and you'll be famous. Uh, maybe that's good. Maybe that's bad. But, uh, you know, uh, uh, tattoos, uh, you know, shaving your head, a hat, uh, clothing, uh, body, we won't go too far. But, um, hey, you know. If, if, if you got, I remember one year there were uh, the, these three kids that wore different uh, costumes. One was like blue, red, and, and all that. It, it was very, very, uh, you know, it showed the level of dedication to, to the Mac. And, uh, yeah. and everybody was snapping pictures of him. And again, our pal Peter, who actually had his uh, head dyed and shaved with an apple. That was a kick. <laughs> uh, yeah, John might even take a picture of you. Uh, you know, the last thing I'll throw out here is... Yeah, the exhibits are really cool, and and you're going to hear a whole lot more about this in the interview, the next the next segment here with with uh, with Paul Kent. But go catch a session. You know, th- there's a lot of stuff happening on the exhibit floor, way more than uh, than most trade shows, and it is a fantastic experience. But there's this whole other side to MacWorld Expo, and that's the sessions, and it's they are fantastic. And I don't say that because I'm doing one, but I am on Wednesday at 1:15 p.m. I'll do my running your Mac lean, clean, and mean, and you can come and. Uh, Check that out. It's uh, about an hour uh, and you can ask questions and, and, and please come up and say hi either before. Well, before I'm usually pretty harried, but right afterwards is a great time to come say hi. I'd love to, uh, to shake your hand. So, uh, but go see a session, even if it's not mine, it's somebody else's, uh, it, you know, it, it is a, a worthwhile educational endeavor and heck, you know, you might even be able to get your company to, uh, to pay for it if you tell them you're learning something. So. There you go. That's uh, that that's that's my thing. You got one more thing to tell him, John, and then we'll move on to this interview. Um, yeah, bang him up real quick here. So uh, when you're hitting the floor, you know, try to plan ahead if you can. Though, uh, as you'll hear, there there are some tools that can help you do that. But um, what I usually do though is try to do a once through, kind of soak it all in, and then go back to the guys. And remember the little guys. There are a lot of people that have these smaller booths, and more often than not, I find that they have some of the most interesting stuff. So yeah, of course you got the big companies, of course Apple. Um, but 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 check out the little guys. I mean, you know, they they put down a good buck, but some of them are really innovative, and I've seen really interesting stuff. Um, another thing is. Try 
try to limit the amount of uh, things you take, either literature or how many T-shirts do you really need? Uh, I've learned this in the past. Unless you ship the stuff home, um, be careful about going back so you don't get nailed with a you know, luggage fee. And uh, if you see Steve on the floor, take lots of pictures and, and send them to us. Or, or try to say hi to him. Um, and, and learn the names of the people in his entourage, you know, like Phil and, and all those guys. So you can just walk up, hey, hey Phil, how's it going? And maybe you can get to Steve. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Good luck with that, folks. <laughs> with that, we'll move on to, uh, to the next segment. As promised, an interview with Paul Kent. So here we go. I am here with Paul Kent, Vice President of IDG and really the man in charge of Macworld Expo. Welcome to the Geek Gab, Paul. Thanks for having me, Dave. Yeah, you bet, man. It's always a pleasure. Uh, okay, so we've obviously got Macworld Expo 2008 coming up this year. Uh, it, it seems like there's a lot of changes that have happened, uh, and it seems like there's a whole lot more going on. So I'll, I guess I'll start just by, by asking you, what are your feelings going into the show this year? And then we'll get into some of the specifics. Absolutely. So the show's humming, Dave. We, uh, we got our first indication that the show is going to be really big this year. When we actually walked out of the last show, we actually walked out of Macworld 07 last January with yeah. the South Hall already sold out. Dude, that's great. Yeah. So, you know, people had such a great show. Attendees loved the show last year. Exhibitors loved the show last year. It was such a great show that our uh, re-sign process, the process by which exhibitors, you know, come in and talk to us before they leave the actual show that they're at, they'd already signed up for the next year. And so the South Hall was sold out. So we've had all year to work on selling our second hall, which this year is going to be Moscone's West. Now, for your listeners who, uh, they come to Macworld, they know yep. about Macworld, they're probably used to going to Moscone West to hear uh, the keynote presentation. Sure. But mostly the show has been in North and South. Well, this year, the whole show will be in West and South. The whole show um, will be in West. You'll actually register in West, we oh, have conference okay. sessions in West, and we have exhibits in West in addition to South. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, and West is also where WWDC is held for folks that have been to that. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's the new building of Moscow. Right. Beautiful yeah. building open about four or five years. Yeah. It's gorgeous. That's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so we're looking forward to that change. Okay. And uh, you said so the South Hall is completely sold out and, and the West Hall, I'm sure, is well on its way. Does that uh, that mean we, we can expect even more exhibitors hopefully this year? Yeah. So the news is, is that uh, last week sometime we passed 400 exhibitors. That's kind of a magic number for Macworld. Wow. We haven't had 400 exhibitors at the show in about about nine or 10 years. You know, back in the days when there were five spreadsheets to choose from and, you know, 16 word processors to yeah. choose from, you know, where the software market had a lot more com competition, a lot more niches. Now what we have is uh, over 400 exhibitors already. And we think we're going to end up 430, 440 uh, with a sold out West Hall as well. Wow. And the really, really good news about this is we started last year really very actively trying to shape the show. You know, a couple of years ago, the biggest buzz in the Mac market was things going on with iPods. Right. Well, now Mac OS X development is on fire with Mac market share growing each year aggressively. Yeah. The number of new developers coming to the market is really exciting. And you'll see that at Macworld this year. Probably about maybe 10 to 15 percent of the total exhibitors are iPod specific or iPhone specific developers. But, um, you know, accessories and utilities. But we are talking about about well over 400 products, 400 companies showing uh, Mac, Mac OS 10 goodness. 
Wow. So I'll say this and you don't have to agree, but it sounds like this is going to be much more of a Mac show than than perhaps what what some people called last year's Mac and iPod show. So that's that's fantastic. Well, you know, here's my thought on that. Last year we started this program, you know, two years ago and three years ago and four years ago. That was really some of the vibe that people walked out of Mac with. Last year, we started some very aggressive programs to kind of shape the show and make sure that the experience was all about about the Mac platform. So things like um, we started a developer pavilion program right behind the Apple booth. So if you go to the Apple booth, you can't miss it. There were 48 companies, all of them Mac OS X developers who had never been to Macworld before, showing Mac OS X products at Macworld for the first time. That program we've repeated, so there's another 48 companies. The companies who participated last year, by and large, have taken regular booth space out in the show somewhere. Okay. And that program's so uh, successful, we've actually expanded. We have 12 more companies in 10 by 10 booths over in the West Hall. So that's 60 companies right there. That's all Mac OS X products. So, yeah, the message is Macworld is about the Mac. Macworld is about great Mac products, hardware and software products. That's fantastic. All right. So we're talking about the exhibit floor and we're talking about all the exhibitors that are there. Uh, I've always found Macworld to be different from most trade shows that I wind up going to in that the exhibit hall isn't just about the exhibitors. There's there's always more. There's there's more stuff to do. And you've usually got some great content going on in the exhibit hall. So can we talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. So. Again, in our efforts to kind of make Macworld a fun experience for attendees, and I'm really appreciative that you pointed that out, Dave. You know, we want to do things that make coming to a trade show, our trade show, Macworld, um, a more satisfying, interesting, well-rounded experience for people. I mean, you know, a lot of people have said that trade shows are not that interesting anymore. You can get the information you need on the Internet. You can go to a retail store. You know, we feel that it's our job to make this as interesting a place for people to come as possible. So what we've done is we do a lot of free education. We do a lot of face to face networking. We do a lot of interactive activities and some of the ones we have and all of these I'm going to describe to you are going to be on the show floor in the West Hall. Okay. so we've got uh, an area where the Berklee College of Music will be doing music and audio demonstrations based around Logic, Apple's Logic product, for people who want to learn how to record music or perform with uh, with their Mac um, or use their Mac to enhance their musical performances. Berkeley College of Music is our partner there. They do a great job. They've done it for the last several years. With the big upgrade to Logic this year, there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. So any musicians in the audience will enjoy going to that. We're repeating our digital photography experience attraction. The digital photography experience is a place where photo-interested people can come. Now, photography, digital photography, is probably one of the hottest market sectors in the Mac market. I mean, the amount of interest in people taking our classes and visiting our photography-specific exhibitors has been huge. And when we do surveys of our attendees, they've actually let us know photography is one of the top two um, things that they're interested in seeing at Macworld. So uh, we built the show floor attraction called the Digital Photography Experience. And at the digital photography experience, an attendee can come in. There's three areas. Click shoot, click edit, and click share. You can learn how to take better pictures. You can learn how to manipulate your pictures, store them, color correct them, do all the types of things that great software can do for them. And then a host of ideas about how uh, you can share your your, uh, digital photographs as well. The area is sponsored by HP. They're providing some of their state-of-the-art printers for us to um, uh, uh, output a lot of the things that are going on in the area. Cool. And we're actually going to start a live mural where attendees taking pictures at the show can post these pictures. And we'll kind of have like a 
kind of a cool organic. You know, Macworld's all about community. So, and everybody at Macworld's walking around with a camera of some kind. They'll be able to come to the digital photography experience, print out their pictures, and add them to kind of this living mural. That's awesome. That's good. Wow, that, that's geeky. That's awesome. I like that. That's fantastic. <laughs> Great. Uh, other new things. You know, we've always had a training stage that's free for right. new attendees. So the, the, the uh, Macworld Learning Center will be in the West Hall, and we'll be running content that is um, uh, to help people who are switchers and newbies. If you bought your first Mac, you can come here and you can get free training, great training, free classes about how to get started with your Mac, even how to do digital photography using your Mac, how to do a podcast, uh, how to set up a home wireless network. So there's lots of good content in there for people to come and just really help them roll up their sleeves and get into all the fun that is Mac computing. Cool. So we've got that going. And then the other area that I want to tell you about, something new this year, um, we actually are creating a podcast studio. Right. Podcast studio is a place where uh, video podcasts are going to be recorded to, so attendees can be part of a live studio audience. Um, some of the shows that are being recorded there, um, uh, The Week in Tech, Mac Break, Dignation, Culture Catch, really well-known yep. uh, and well-liked you know, video podcasts, uh, attendees can be part of the audience. Or in between those live taping segments... Uh, there's going to be a whole series of technical training for people who want to learn about podcasting. So Alex Lindsay, you know, a great, uh, yeah. a great friend of the Mac community has done a lot of great work in video and podcasting. Um, Alex has put together a great curriculum where it'll help people understand green screen, how to uh, perfect audio for podcasts, uh, about business models for pat podcasting, about, um, uh, how to select the right camera to record your video podcast. So it, it's all really good stuff. So a lot of fun attractions for people on the show floor. Oh, that's fantastic. All right. Well, it, and that kind of leads us into the next thing. You came into this show as the, the man behind the conferences uh, initially. And, and so, you know, our listeners here range from the, uh, the very geeky, all the way to the switcher who wants to learn uh, the best way to, to print his, his or her document, right? So, and I know the conferences kind of run that, run that whole range as well. So if you could tell us just kind of the highlights of, of the conference sessions the, beyond the exhibit floor, if you will. Absolutely. So the Macworld conferences, I don't know if you know this, Dave, but we'll train over 5,000 people this year. 5,000 wow. people are going to come just to go to our conference sessions. That's huge. <laughs> It is huge. We'll have over 150 total sessions for people to attend this year. Conferences run from Monday through Friday all week long. There's really something for every skill level and every interest. Now, this has been this has been one of the most significant years for Mac product introductions in recent memory. I mean, if you think back to the well, if you think back to last year's Macworld with the introduction of the iPhone, and then we go into spring and we had the introduction of um, of Adobe's Creative Suite three. We've had major Upgrades to iApps, to iWork and Keynote pages, to iLife. We've had a release of OS 10. We have FileMaker 9. Yep. We have uh, a new version of Microsoft Office coming to uh, be announced at Macworld. Well, actually, it's already been announced. It's going to be um, shipped at Macworld. Right. This has been a banner year for cool software being shipped. And all of these upgrades, there's training classes for them at Macworld. So everything from learning how to use Leopard's new features to learning how to be a Mac Power user to really rolling up your sleeves and going in-depth with um, Pro Apps, uh, you know, Logic and DVD Studio Pro, Final Cut, uh, Creative Suite, Photoshop. Every significant product in the Mac market has got a training class at Macworld. 
And, you know, attendees love our conferences. The conference has grown. I've been doing the conferences for 12 years now. The conferences get, you know, um, I think last year we were about a 4.25 out of 5 satisfaction ratings. People really like the quality of the content. This is real training, real interactive discussions, really good, meaty, quality content, not marketing hype, not right. pitches like a lot of conferences do. This is really, we're assuming you've already bought the product and now you want to learn how to use it better. Right. That's what happens at our conferences. And I'm sure lots and lots about Leopard uh, at the conference sessions as well. We have a whole track on Leopard. Oh, really? So we're gonna, okay. Yeah, we're going to take six, the six kind of coolest, you know, most most complicated features right. uh, and break them out for you. We'll teach people how to use the new Finder, iChat, Mail has a tons of new new features, six uh, sessions all together in the Leopard track. And then Leopard stuff will creep into everything because it's sure. it's the platform for the Macintosh. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, you mentioned uh, FileMaker and I know uh, and this probably goes back to our exhibit hall conversation, uh, but I noticed there's a FileMaker pavilion this year. Can you talk a little bit about that? FileMaker has this very robust um, third-party developer um, community. Right. And we actually have been doing this for a few years, but these are generally small FileMaker developers who have um, vertical market niche solutions that are based on FileMaker. And we'll have uh, eight of them this year. So if you're a FileMaker user, or if you're looking for an ideal database application customized for your environment, you'd want to come out and check these developers because, like I said, there's going to eight specific adaptations of FileMaker for all different types of markets. Sure. Okay. Well, I, I, I know we've got a lot of FileMaker fans in the audience. And, and of course, actually, I, I count myself among them. So I know people will appreciate that. Uh, FileMaker is doing a public preview right now of, uh, of a new product that, uh, you know, yep. there'll probably be more information about at Macron. Yeah. Ben, Bento, I guess. Bento. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we've, we've taken care of what happens uh, at Macworld Expo during the day. Let's talk about what happens leading up to Macworld Expo here. You, you've got a whole new website design and, and kind of a new concept going on this year. You're blogging. You've uh, got your the attendees coming in and offering commentary and that sort of thing. What, what uh, how's that been? How's that been working for you? And what what's the what's kind of the big picture there? So, again, we're trying to enhance community. And so there's several things going on with technology for um, people who want to just follow the show or people who want to um, attend. And, you know, we have some tools to help people attend in the most efficient way possible. So let's see. Our website has three components now. We have our basic informational website, uh, MacWorldExpo.com. Right. And then we are bringing up to speed now a community site based on the open source Ning product. So we've skinned a Ning uh, implementation and uh, attendees can sign up and get their own account uh, and they can interact with other attendees. They can put profiles of themselves up. And so there's a Ning site as well. And then also we're just about to launch a site that provides attendees with a host of tools. Okay. So I'm being a little bit vague about this because it's not quite launched yet, but it's not a secret that we're going to be doing it. Got it. It'll launch in about a week. And okay, this site so will it'll do, actually this this interview will probably come out eighth, uh, ninth, tenth of December. So it, it'll probably be out by the time uh, you folks hear this. There you go. And what this site does is it allows you to basically search the macro site. 
if you want to find all the exhibitors uh, who have video products, for example, oh, wow. um, you'll be able to do a simple search. You'll be able to set up your own customized um, calendar for the show for all of the conference sessions that you want to go to. So basically, it's a very comprehensive tool that will help you organize your week. And that's the biggest thing, you know, with all the exhibitors going on, and all the conference sessions and all the people helping people get what they need out of Macworld is something we want to work a lot harder on. And so we're going to be rolling out these tools. People will be able to go to www.macworldexpo.com and you'll get all the information about how to use these tools. But we've got a couple other cool things coming as well. Um, uh, we're working with someone from the Mac community now. We're going to develop an iPhone web app that helps people find exhibitors on the show floor. Cool. I know. I, you know, we have to do that, right? Yeah, it's, yeah absolutely. You have to. Right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, I so know. we've got that. Uh, go ahead. One last thing. And then the other thing is uh, we're working with the good folks over at Twitter yeah. that um, people are going to be able to get SMS updates at the show of important things that are going on or just follow a conversation about about what attendees are experiencing at the show. So we're really excited because this adaptation of Twitter is going to be stuff like. Hey, a bunch of network managers are getting for dinner over at Joe's. Uh, you know, anybody wants to meet there. It's going to be a great viral communal way of, of fostering the community that is already, Macro's already famous for it. We just want to use good tools in, already, in order to help people get to where they need to be. Yeah. And, and you bring up a good point. You know, for me, I've always said, you know, there's so much that happens during the day, but but Macworld Expo extends to, to every hour of the day, that, that entire week. There's always stuff going on, and, and, and we'll touch on a couple of these things. Of course, Wednesday night, you and I will play at the, at the, in the Macworld All-Star Band at the Cirque du Mac party, which I always, always look forward to. It's uh, the greatest. It, it's, it, yeah, it's, what, it, it's fantastic. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's the reason I go. Well, it, it's not, but, you know, I, <laughs> it's the reason I go for me, right? Um, the, and then on Tuesday, you guys are having your Macworld Blast Party. Now, of course, last year you surprised us all and brought Cheap Trick to the house. Uh, any, I, I know you probably don't want to reveal anything here, but uh, is there anything you want to, want to kind of tempt us with as far as what's going on for that? Paul? You know, and that really was the end of the interview. I, I, at first, I thought Paul huh? wasn't uh, wasn't going to uh, wasn't going to tell me anything. And as it turns out, the the wireless network where uh, where his office is totally fell apart, and uh, and that killed our, our Skype connection. So I thought you got a big time snub there. How? Like, <laughs> yeah, I that did too. Like- yeah. Some interviews that I've seen where somebody just storms off the stage. That's, That's what I thought happened. Like, no. wow, you pushed him too far. But no, it just- <laughs> no, I didn't. No. And uh, so, yeah, he had a network thing. He, of course, uh, was very happy to come back and, and wrap up the interview. But uh, but I figured, you know, we had we had kind of run through everything we wanted to run through. And it was it was sort of a funny way to uh, to wrap things up. So uh, that that was that again. You know, I know we were talking about parties just again there. Feel free to go ahead. Please do go ahead and, and sign up for the contest to win tickets to Cirque du Mac 5. We'd, uh, we'd love to have you there. And, uh, and you know, it's free beer and actually free free everything at the bar all night long and, and plus the, uh, the live band. So uh, very, very much a, a fun time. And uh, I, I guess that's it. I, I don't have a whole lot more. Do you have anything else to tell them, John, or are we, we getting out of here? I think think yeah if, if you follow our tips you'll 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 have a great time 
There we go. Uh, Cashfly Hosting is the place you downloaded this podcast from. Uh, the podcast marketplace this month contains the A5 and A2 desktop speakers from Audio Engine, BB Edit from Barebones Software, one free download from Audible, and Disc Label from Smile on My Mac. Also, your travel at harmon-etravel.com. And uh, that's it. Thanks, uh, and I'll see you when I'm uh, when I'm back from vacation. I think we got. Uh, well, you got to wait a little over a week because we're putting this out on Saturday. So you know, it'll be a, a good nine days. And then uh, we'll do the show when I come back on the 17th, Monday. So, hey, are you going to talk to the mouse? Hi, I will. I will talk to the mouse. <laughs>